Hey fam, it is your host Jasmine and peace and blessings upon you all. I am so thrilled to have you along today for another episode of the Mindspace podcast where you allow me to occupy a space in your mind as we venture through some things on mindset. Let's all start our intention to hopefully gain some information, some hindsights, some insights throughout this next 10 minutes or so. Now, if you haven't read my description for this podcast, don't do it now. I am curious to know if you can guess what I'm talking about in the following. So, what am I? I am one of the smallest organs in your body, but often I am the biggest key to your spiritual, mental, and emotional exhaustion. Not having control of me oftentimes leaves you in more difficulties than when you began. Controlling it will allow you to be disciplined in nature. So, what am I? What do you think I'm speaking about here? What specific organ do you think I'm speaking about here? Three, two, one. Your tongue. I am talking about your tongue and how we use it for the words that we speak, for the conversations we have, and for really delivering our perspective of life because inevitably the thoughts we think we speak and oftentimes words are a lot more powerful than one may believe. What you may not know is what you speak out into the open becomes a confirmation for your subconscious. So if you spend your time telling yourself that you're anxious, that you're not beautiful, you're not good enough, you don't deserve to be successful, I'm an idiot, I'm stupid, even just in passing comments, doesn't necessarily need to be a foundational belief. You are confirming your inadequacy. And you're not confirming your inadequacy in a positive way because everyone is inadequate somewhere. No one here is perfect. Everyone has flaws and things they're good at, things they're not so good at. But it's about the way we speak about them allows us to perceive them in a different manner and in a manner that is beneficial to you. Now, what do I mean about controlling your tongue? It's not just the words we speak. It's not just how we speak out loud to ourselves, but it's also taking time to really ask yourself, is what I'm about to say useful? Is it beneficial, be it to myself or to someone else? Does it really have a purpose? Oftentimes, people believe that the one who speaks the most is the one with the most knowledge, but I really question that. Because oftentimes people speak just to fill up silence. They speak every single thought they have in their head, which every thought isn't valid. And they also speak just to be seen. And for people to speak for those three reasons doesn't really give them much credibility for all the words they're saying. And oftentimes people are critical thinkers to go back and rethink what these people are speaking or preaching which then can leave you confused, which then can leave you with too much advice, 
can leave you with the wrong advice, should I say, with too many options, with confusion, because you haven't even refined the sources you're getting your information from. So taking control of your tongue and how you speak and the conversations you have doesn't mean you need to become passive, right? There's a fine line between being a neutral person and someone who's being taken advantage of and a person functioning in their ego, right? They all tend to coincide and us as humans, we fluctuate between the three, depending on circumstance, on content, on who the person is that you're actually communicating with. And we can fluctuate between all three of these. Oftentimes, even in the same conversation you're having. So it is important that a controlled speaker, a disciplined speaker, someone who knows how to use their words wisely, knows when their words are powerful and knows when silence is powerful, right? And this is what takes you from being passive. Uh, This is what takes you from being someone who's taken advantage of, should I say, to someone who can be quite passive and neutral and just sit in the middle. And everyone should aim to sit in the middle. Why? Because you're not using too much logic and you're not using too much emotion. You're right there in the middle. And oftentimes when it comes to us speaking and being in neutral, we tend to psych ourselves out of speaking before anyone else even does it for us. We go into our ego We go into our limiting beliefs. We go into what is this other person going to think of me? Heck, what do I think of me? You know, and I know everyone sitting here at one point or another has had more than one version of themselves in their head having a conversation, right? I work with people for a living. So I know there are plenty of you listening to me who know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like all of your different personalities meet at a table, have a cup of coffee and debate with each other. And everyone experiences this to different levels. But that whole process is psyching us out of what we really want to say, of what we really want to be in that controlled neutral zone, right? And oftentimes when when we are up against different opinions, we seem to take it as a personal attack and we need to advocate and we need to debate and we need to get others to see the things we see in the same light instead of just pausing and realizing that different opinions aren't a personal attack but a new perspective. Now, if we looked at all of the interactions we have, the conversations we have, the people we meet, with purpose, with intention, with wanting to gain something from the people in front of us, would we take things personally? Would we be in our ego? Or would we be looking to learn from anyone we can at any point we can? So there's like a juxtaposition here between ego and limiting belief. So we flow between like you know, who are you to tell me what to do? You need to see it my way. I'm right. You're wrong. And then we go into, oh, I'm never going to be good enough to even have this conversation. What's this person going to think of me if I say something dumb? Oh, I don't have all the information on that topic, so I'm just going to stay silent. So do you see how there's the two sides of the fence and often you're either skewed one way or skewed the other? Um, unless you have like your safety group of people where you can really be in neutral, but it's about being in neutral, even outside of that safety net. 
And when we find it difficult to take on these new perspectives, it is oftentimes because we feel questioned. So that's when ego comes out to play. Like, who are you to question me and my beliefs and my information? And then it goes even deeper to, you know, do you think I'm dumb? Do you think I'm stupid? That person thinks they're better than me. And it goes around and around and around in a loophole. And when we are questioned and all of these sets of unknown alarm bells, which aren't very valid, we then go into an unknown space. And what happens when we go into the unknown? Drum roll. We feel unsafe. So when I am questioned about my beliefs, I do take it personally because my beliefs are tied to how good I am, how smart I am, how successful I can be, how people perceive me. And if those are questioned, then who the hell am I? And when I ask myself that question and I don't know exactly who I am, I don't feel safe. So for these people that this is resonating with, I have two questions for you. How do you determine that advocating for your opinion is the right opinion in the first place? And my second question is, how do you determine that unknown equals unsafe? Now, my guesses to these answers would be one of two. Number one, I don't know, I just feel like I need dot, 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 dot. A lot of times I see people when they communicate, it is all in their feelings. It's just a feeling that took over me. But what is under the feeling is a thought and what's under the thought is a trigger. And that is what leads to that response, right? So when you really slow things down and see it all as a dot for dot, dot for dot unfolding, you're able to pair back to exactly the thought process or imagery that's been triggered that you need to change. And the second response would be generalized. And what do I mean by that? It would be generalized to one encounter. So there has been an encounter you've experienced which includes you being unsafe or an unknown circumstance and you have now generalized that to all unknown, equaling unsafe. And how do we do that? We do that because our brain knows how to keep us safe. And at one point or another, whether it was a really traumatic instance or not, these alarm bells have been set off in your brain. And your brain's purpose of running these things is to protect you. But it doesn't necessarily mean there's a threat. And your brain doesn't know when there is a threat and when there isn't. They just know the reaction, the beating heart, nervousness, and that is what's setting it off. So being able to understand when you are generalizing, when you are basing things off your feelings, will allow you to take a step back and really see things for what they are and hear things for what they are and respond to things for what they are in that really neutral space because it's so much more than you it's so much more than your feelings and it's so much more than your thoughts and when we take that third person perspective we're able to give advice we're able to draw conclusion you know oftentimes people tell me why can I you know figure out all of my friends issues and give her advice but I can't 
give myself advice. And it's because you're emotionally intertwined into that. It's because there's expectation in that. It's because, you know, you're in it. You're not looking at it from the outside. So a simple thing you can do on a day-to-day basis when these things have come up for you is literally stepping into a third person and viewing whatever's happening in front of you. What is the best way for me to respond? Is silence good enough? Did I really control my tongue well enough? Have I put myself in this situation because I didn't control my tongue well enough? How could I have done this differently? Or how could I do this even better than I already am in order to use my tongue and my words to serve me a higher purpose? Now, one thing I really want to highlight is I mentioned earlier Powerful people are people who don't speak everything. They're more than likely the quieter one in the room, the more observant one in the room, the person of little words. And you will notice this in yourself. The more curious and respected and, you know, opinion you value, just look at your friends and look at your family for this. And think of those traits I just mentioned, and I guarantee you, it's not the person who speaks the most. It's not the person who speaks everything on their mind. It's not the person who has no control over their tongue. I guarantee you, it's the person of little words. It's the person who speaks when they need to speak. And our prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, was a man of very wise words, He was a wise man. He was a strong man. He was a disciplined man. He was a man who had control of his emotion, of himself, of his thought. He was never overly happy. He was never overly sad. He was never overly outspoken and he was never overly quiet. He was extremely balanced in his emotional state and in controlling himself. And he said what needed to be said, and often in very few words. And oftentimes he would go and enjoy his own solitude and his own alone time to reflect on himself. And if we just take these simple traits of speaking when necessary, speaking with purpose, being a balanced character, and sitting in neutral and taking life in a neutral manner. That allows us to control our emotions, allows us to control our thought, which inevitably will allow us to control our tongue. And who is a better role model to follow than our Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him? You know, we are so blessed to have the most perfect man on earth as our role model. And people are out here looking for celebrities, for sports athletes, for motivational speakers to teach them how to gain a great mindset, how to control their tongue, how to be disciplined. But our religion carried this so far long ago that these people that preach this stuff now, like who even are you? Who even are you? when this is what we were born into or at some point in our life 
we found Islam and re-embraced that. So that is my combo for today. Who said what is this episode? And I look forward to seeing you on episode seven. Peace. (sighs) Thank <sighs> you.